Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome guys to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Uh, this week is a recording I just did with Michael Luda from Metal Ruse, the founding member of the webzine and many other things, uh, connecting with wonderful heavy metal that we love to listen to. Um, you might find some of this stuff really interesting, I hope you do, I did. He's a personal inspiration to me and without him I would not be doing this podcast now, most likely. Uh, so, uh, settle back. Settle back, sit back, settle down, and uh, enjoy the chat between me and Mike. And I hope you, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Bye, guys. Uh, here speaking via the magic of the internet with Michael Lauders, or Luders, sorry, I pronounce it again wrong again, um, from Metal Ruse and Black Ruse, um, a good friend of mine, um, and a real inspiration to all of us in the music scene, particularly the metal music scene here in in Australia. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to Michael. Hello, Michael. Hey, thanks, Tony, and thanks for having me. Good oh, to... Great, it's great. Um, so those, uh, yeah, those that don't know Michael's work, um, when did you come to Australia? Uh, I arrived uh, 2009, June 2009. From, uh, from Germany, am I right? That's correct? I'm originally from Germany, but I was living before in Ireland. Oh, okay. Wow, that's an interesting journey uh, for you. So, so Germany, Ireland, Ireland, Australia. Yes, correct. Wow, okay, okay. And uh, which part of Germany are you originally from? Uh, in the center, like, um, you know, the middle mountain range, yes. where um, Brunswick, is from the, uh, Brunswick is the closest city. And I'm actually born in a city, sorry for interrupting you, That's from right. Jägermeister, Wolf and Bittel. Ah, there, yes, I've had a fair few of those in my time, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like mother milk for me. <laughs> yeah. um, the reason I'm reasoning, the reason I'm bringing it up is that obviously, as listeners can hear, you have a German accent. Yes, I was and, um, already 31 when I come here. Yeah, exactly right. And and so English was not your first language. It's not your first language. No. Right. Okay. And you've you, you've come into the country and you've you've over time have set up this amazing musical network, which I really am proud of being part of. Um, full of review teams, photographers, um, live acts, uh, touch points all over the metal and heavy rock scene across the country, and I think even globally. Um, how did you come across that idea? What what brought you to that idea? Oh, with Metal Roots, I started 2013. We launched, but I planned it already before. But originally, Metal Roots was planned just as a fan club. You know, in Europe, we're having the fan clubs where yes. you have a back patch, yeah. put it on your, I mean, I have it for my soccer team. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this could be a cool idea. I do the fan club and actually I done the wordplay soccer roost, I done metal roost. So yeah. I cut, uh, <laughs> got it from the Australian oh, national team. I like it. Yeah, exactly. From soccer roost. And then I was like, okay, I do the big red kangaroo as a logo. It is, should be James Hatfield if people recognize it. I the artist copied him, and yeah, the idea was actually that because I didn't know anybody here and didn't know how good, how big the metal scene is in Australia, I had no idea. And yeah, I was thinking if 
Eibels' fan club and then talking to people, find people at gigs. There must be more lonely people like me. And then we catching up once a month, talking about new releases, going together to a concert and yeah, making new friends. And I think this, yeah, the idea was good, but it didn't work out. <laughs> no, but you did, re I think maybe not on the level that you thought you did, but I would say now, interesting, if you were to look back, the amount of people you know due to your work with Metal Ruse. Oh yeah. Be, you know, so I think I think I think you had a this say you had an analog idea, but you but you implemented it in a digital world. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just took off in a different direction. I mean, it is great, and I'm thankful for all the friends. I mean, we met over this. Otherwise, we may never run across because you live in a different city, and yeah. may we see us on a concert, but have no time to talk, or we say quick, oh, cool shirt, and then walk past. Yeah. But now we actually regular on a phone chat. I mean, we now yeah. a little bit our about our private life and I'm mm. glad and happy to have you for example part in my journey. Yeah and I, I think I think that's what was amazing I came across you by um, an, another touch point someone who's who was doing photography for you just said hey you, you think you'd like to do some reviewing and I'd always wanted to write that was one of my one of my goals in life was to be um, a music journalist as well like I, I'm not I have uh, learning difficulties so for me it was a bit harder and I was like, oh, I've, but I, I really want to do this. And and then when I talked to you, you were like, yeah, yeah, do, come on, try, have a go. And it was just, it was it opened new worlds to me, you know. I wouldn't be doing this podcast, I'm telling you now, if I wasn't doing the reviews for you before. So, Thank you. So for me, it, it's very important what you did for me, but I think what you do for the music uh, um, uh, community in general, particularly the underground and smaller Australian bands, I think that's your passion, isn't it? Yeah, I really have to say I love it now, and it is yeah amazing to see. And I, I don't know, it's for me it's great to go in a small venue, having some beers with some people. Even if it's sometimes sad to see not many people come, but then you see the band, and you know there's so many talent here. It's for me like wow. And then they're coming from stage. You can talk to them, and I feel that a great same, night. I feel the same way. That's why I like the places like the basement and places like that because. You know, the band comes off stage. You, there's no. It's a bit of the punk ethic, you know, where you're, they're no longer these gods on stage. Yes, they are because they're musical people, and, and we yeah. attain to be those people. And we dreamed we're those people when they're on that stage. In my mind, I am Hetfield, or I am, you know, you know what I mean. In your mind, they come off, and then suddenly they're, they're just normal people. And you, particularly on the, the Australian scene, the, the, everyone seems to just get on with each other, which is a, a really beautiful thing, you know, here, yeah. you know. Yeah. Also, interestingly enough, I found with your um, working with your reviews uh, is that you get some really interesting. I've I opened my eyes to so much more beyond the boundaries I thought I'd listen to. Like there was stuff from Indonesia, from India, from oh, Russia, yeah. and you know things that just I would not normally. I would look, but I go ah, oh, not sure. But when you go, I'm going to listen to this to actually uh, intellectually uh, appreciate it. Man, opens your opens your mind, you know. Yeah, I'm always fascinated and really what the social media or internet these days is doing is crazy. I mean, I'm on contact or even like you and me now, I had phone calls with some guys in Venezuela and we talked about some bands there on festival and I'm like, this is unbelievable. Imagine this 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. You pinch yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like talking to somebody in Venezuela or the other day, I got a phone call from Angola in the morning and I'm like, wow. what's this? And then... It was not a spam. It was really a guy who was thinking to help out with Metal United worldwide. And I'm like, this is really above my imagination I ever dreamed of, to be yeah. honest. We'll get to Metal United later on, because that's a very fascinating and a very commendable thing you're doing there. But to Metal Ruse, so if, if you were describing it to someone of my listeners that never even knew what it was, what would you say? What, how would you describe what it is? Uh, the Metal Ruse this days is really an online web scene but the main focus is still Australian based so I really want to push Australian artists above the borders and this of course we achieve with reviewing the latest Metallica album and Anvil or whoever comes but yeah it's an Australian based web scene. Yeah so you I, I agree we've had this conversation before haven't we you, you can draw in um, new readers to your magazine um, by the big marquee bands, because there's always going to have the big marquee acts. Yeah. 
but what we want, I think, whole, whole is what I want with this podcast as well, is I want people then to stay, have a delve and open their minds and, and, and then see the, the outside of their little constraints and also to see the wonderful things that this country is producing um, in, in all, all genres, you know, in all the hard rock, punk, metal, all the crazy genres that, there, that are out there, you know. And oh, yeah. We, we touch it in this country. We touch every point. Some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard comes from this country, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but really good bands. And yeah, I'm really happy that we cover a lot, and especially that we have so much underground bands. I mean, sometimes I'm a bit sad that we're missing, but there's so many releases that we can't cover them all. But I think we oh. cover quite a good variety, and we're having like bands where I got. Like really, somebody said to me like, "Oh, you're the guy's the only one who ever reviewed us and stuff." And that's like set at one point, but then we are on, or I'm honest, like, yeah, we appreciate even smaller bands and we give you a chance. So I think that's true, you know, because I, I, uh, um, I haven't recently because of family issues, but um, as people will know, we're listening to the podcast. But I, um, I try every Monday to filter through the reviews out, you know, the bands out yeah. of the review team. And gosh, honestly, the stuff that comes across the desk, it, it, it blows your mind. I, I look at it, I go, what is this? And then I, I have a listen, I go, oh my God, that's amazing. That's going into my listen pile. Yeah. Because it's, it, and, it, and, it, and it doesn't seem to stop, Michael. You know, like it's, it's like a roller coaster, like it's like a tsunami. It never stops. You think, oh, there'll be a little quiet week this week. And then you look at the desk and there's 40 bands and you go, yeah, exactly. Oh, you know? And, and and that just says to me that, that when people say I've heard people say to me, oh, you know, metal's a, a dying genre, it's a one one horse one horse pony, one trick pony, that rubbish. Because if that was the case, I I mean, I, it, I couldn't keep up with it. I still can't keep up with it. So, you know, it's crazy the the amount of stuff coming through. You know? Yeah, exactly. And bands keep going, and there are so many bands even in the underground who still playing for thirty years. On an underground level and still doing it with fun, enjoying it, and yeah. keep going. If you, if, if, if for people that don't know that, obviously, the Australian continent is a very large continent, it's a very large country, yeah. and it's very, it's quite arduous and tricky to get around. Um, is there any particular state or territory that you like the music from? Is there where you go, oh, it's, it's from Newcastle, man, I love that, that scene, or or Adelaide, I like that. That's I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot and your other bands going. What? Yeah. But is there a particular one where you go, hey, you know, if it comes out of Adelaide, generally it's usually it's bloody good, you know? No, I think it's always like going a little bit around over the years. I mean, there's sometimes you had a, a while in Brisbane a really uh, good trash metal scene. Then you have like in Melbourne the scene with like and Venom, Demon Head. Have to put now some when you put me on the spot and yeah. some bands. <laughs> that's okay. And Insert band name here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or then extreme bands now with Cunt Squad and stuff. They are a long time around, but they're from Melbourne and yeah. Because yeah. I find I find a lot of the doom stuff comes from Victoria, Melbourne. You know, all that sludgy yeah. doom seems. To, I mean, it's yeah. cold down there, so maybe it's that. I don't know. <laughs> Possible, but you have good yeah. trash bands as well. So it's I don't know. It's hard to say and. I really didn't want to leave any band out or oh, no, no. to say anything wrong because mm. I have in every city there are great bands in WA, Absolutely. even Darwin, Alice Springs. I mean, there's really everywhere cool bands. Yeah. Even here in Quiet Canberra, we're producing some good acts, you know. I mean, which, uh, you know, which Skull and things like that. We, you know, we've, we've got some good stuff bubbling away down here in the ACT. But um, so you arrived, you arrived in Australia, you, 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 decided this is what I'm going to do. Was it something, was, how how difficult was it to set everything up? Was it because of the language barrier? Did you find it very tricky? Um, sometimes it's still tricky because, you know, we Germans are known for our good humor and our way to talk or write. And I guess yeah. sometimes that people are easily, well, not easily, but offended on the way, like how I write. Because I come across sometimes really direct. Because I didn't mean it this way, but no. But it's your exactly right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not taking it the long way. Not like, hey mate, blah 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 blah. I'm like, hey, can you do this for me or not? Yeah, <laughs> because you're German, and Germans are very efficient, right? It's an efficiency thing. Yeah. 
But sometimes I now I have to be and I want to be more polite and I actually I think I am polite and I'm hopefully a kind person, but I don't know you when I'm writing you are. But when I'm writing I'm coming across totally like it is not me. If you meet me or you met me on we are on the phone and you see my messages, my messages are really like get it done or leave it or leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know the way you write. I'm used to it, right? But uh, what I mean is, when you sat down and you went, right, this is it, I've got my computer in front of me, I'm going to make this, did you, um, was it a slow burn? Like, did you launch that website into the universe and suddenly you had lots of people looking at it, or did it take a little while, or? Um, when actually then quite quick, um, Anya was writing the website. We had back in the day a handwritten website. was was actually, I miss it a bit because We've been the first really interactive website. Right. But sadly, I was not able to promote it the way like it was. But people who thought and understood saw the complex set. Uh, how you say it? The complexity. Complexity. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly behind the website. <laughs> so there was like you know when we have a review and you, yeah. let's say you reviewed the new. Temptress album. Yeah. And we had the band profile from Temptress on the page as well. The review was straight away linked to oh. the band profile. Also, if we had the upcoming show from Temptress and the gig guide, it was linked to the band profile wow. with a flyer on the site. And if you'd done a gig review, it was, of course, linked as well. And if we had Temptress CD in the shop, what we did, yeah. it was linked to the shop as well. So in the end, you was finding like a spider web. This was really yeah. brilliant. And I got so much good feedback, especially from other music um, working people in the music industry. Yeah. But I never been able to get it across to the customer. Even yeah. after four years running the web scene, people are like, why are you having this flyer on the site? And I say, like, you never clicked on it. When you scroll over, you have, like, you know, the hand pops up and yeah. you can push it. Ah, okay, no, I didn't know. And then I'm like, Jesus, four years, and I was not able to get the message across that you can link yeah. everything, the artwork, to the shop. And It's a shame. It means you have to simplify things, which is a frame because you have a vision, and you have to make it a little more simple for people. You know. And money-wise, I got hacked um, a few years ago, but I tried to not to keep it on a, um, how you say, I didn't post so much on Facebook and everything, because I yeah. think, like, I can winch and say, like, oh, God, I got hacked and attacked and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The thing is, like, we cut the website down and we went with WordPress. And then I used the chance to rebrand the logo because a lot of people didn't like the old logo. You know, the old kangaroo I had. I loved it. But yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I got too much feedback. And I can tell you the visitors since we changed and now with Andrew as an admin on board as well, with doing mm. the interviews, what you're doing sometimes as well, like the yeah. Tony Martin interview and stuff, mm. as really went upwards again oh no it, it i have to say when i first joined the team it felt like a, a not it didn't feel like it felt like an underground kind of webzine you know like only people knew it knew it kind of thing you know what i mean yep. but since you did rebrand it, was, it has gone it has a really swish I, I like the there's a weekly magazine that comes out uh, an online email that i get yeah the newsletter now newsletter is really great i read it every every week you know there's always something that i you know i didn't know about like i didn't know that there was a new burning witches Album, I'd missed that completely. It came in in the newsletter. I was ah, oh, brilliant. I can't yeah. miss that, you know. Um, and you know, it, 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 and there's always an interview on there, which is brilliant. So it makes it interactive. Feels like you're not just looking at a bit of paper, ticking a button, going, oh, I'll read that and move later on. You've got something to interact with as well, which is the video, you know. Yeah, and also with the news, we have it on the site so people can see like the featured news. Then we have the Australian news. Yeah, and I the international so. underground. So, yeah. to give people an overview, and I love the little artwork, graphic designs we have. Oh, it's there, great. Like the, it looks, the Ruth news. <laughs> yeah, it looks really swish. The reason I asked that question before is because there might be people out there listening who go, "I'd like to try to try and do that," you know. And what point is it where I go? How long do I look? Do I, you know? hold in before I give up, you know, because uh, there would be people out there, you know this, like the, the, the average podcast give, post, podcaster gives up after 10 episodes, right? So you have to hold in. So like yourself, you would it would have taken time for you to, to go, which is the right, you know, how long do I have to hold on and and how much effort do I need? Over, 
over 10 years or oh, no it's, this year 10 years and i'm still holding on yeah that means and i'm still a hobby web scene and i can tell you i not have so much time anymore like years before because of the two kids and stuff yeah but before i had the kids i can tell you i saw so many other people come and go in web scenes or like you know web scenes popping up shutting down yeah and yeah for me it was like yeah my hobby my life i come from work had a shower and then i was sitting and updating band profiles the gig guide putting news on metal rules for hours until then anya was saying like at one point you need to sleep you have to wake up <laughs> soon to go to work and i was like just had this flame in me yeah we see the passion and, and i think that that comes across um for me that comes across um sorry that comes across um when i when i talk to you particularly whether it's written or verbally um that passion comes across and also comes across it feel in your in your webzine you know i think it you, when you you look at it it doesn't look like it's done. it it's so professional looking you could think it was done by some record label um it really does it has that really nice modern um Thank crisp you. edge to it you know i i do like the old fashioned one i do sometimes miss it i have to, i like you know but i i'm i'm like that i like sometimes the bango i used to like the way it looked but then i look at them now i go yeah this is really Yeah, I like what the old web scene did mm. and also I miss because we still haven't put up the new as uh, a band profiles. Yeah. Because back in the day I was so proud of we had 850 band profiles on Metal Rules. Just Australian bands. Wow. And I put every single band up myself and I talked to every band and asked for permission if I can put them up. So I was in contact with each band. Wow. And, and, and that's an, isn't that if you if you could go back in time and tell 16 year old Michael no. that you would sit here and be talking to bands and having you know touching industry in the way you touch it you wouldn't believe it would you I know I wouldn't if someone no. said to me Tony you know when I was 16 my first ever concert was Tony Martin with Black Sabbath when I had the opportunity to interview him it, from you who gave me the opportunity it, it was like it was like a life changing thing for me I was like prick me i can't be this can't be real you know yeah. so I, i i mean if we could look back both of us would back we go wow look, look what we've done and to yourself you you should be so proud of what you've where you've come particularly traveling all the way around the world different language barriers you know um coming and seeing other websites come and go and still sticking in it's pretty amazing well, thank you <laughs> yeah so I, i i don't want to keep but i generally mean it i, I think it's amazing so you you've got this great website with all these bands that you're dealing with and it, it sounds to me like it's an ever evolving beast uh, yeah. of a business sort of a thing you moved from then on to is it black ruse is that where you moved to next uh first of back already 2014 we started the metal united down under oh sorry mention so i've skipped it metal united down under so that you did mention that before i just went somewhere else in my head so what is metal united down under Uh, Metal United Down Under is this Australian wide event where we have in one night under the same banner all over Australia metal shows. So I'm just collecting or uniting the ideas like we have anyway every Saturday a show in Canberra, in Melbourne, in Brisbane, in Sydney. And yeah. I was like, why not talking to the promoter and why not saying like, let's join the shows putting the metal united banner and make it one big night celebration of australian talent and we can reach way more because every promoter have friends in every state city and if he's he part of this event he will reach automatically without doing any extra effort already friends for brisbane so it is a win win for the whole scene in my opinion it's a brilliant concept i mean i don't know what has been done before i mean it's a really it's almost like um luckily <laughs> <laughs> I always say it's, it's about like um live aid but but for metal but with, you know what I mean like without all the you know charity stuff what I'm saying is like it's like when you're connecting two hemispheres you know yeah. and I really like the idea when I went to the I think we went to I think I went to but not, the one I went to was a flaming wreckage one I think it's flaming wreckage yeah yeah, yeah. Canberra yeah and I remember thinking wow all I remember standing there thinking right now in equivalent time zones there's gigs going on playing heavy metal music 
all at the same time, equivalent yep. time zone, of course, um, being such a big country. Um, and I, I thought that was, that was really thrilling. You know, I thought it was quite nice to be part of something. I also like the merch. I love the merch. <laughs> yeah, but I still hope um, one day, I mean, there are grants out there, but like I said, I'm fighting on so many fronts and I still have the dream that maybe one day we get a government grant and we can push this event to a next level. So yeah, yeah. next I, level, I mean, not changing the bands. I love to have like bands who done their first ever show at Metal United down under or their farewell show like we had last year. But just from the media awareness, and I for myself can't afford to put so much money in. I mean, I put already a lot of money in, this is but a, I never get reimbursed. Yeah, it's an expense. It is an expensive. Um, I mean, what people don't realize, as you as you would know, this promotion is not. People think, oh, I'm in promotion. I'm doing this. I'm making loads of money. That's not the case. Um, it, it, it is a huge act across huge stadial tours, but when you're doing as much as you're, you can only do as much as you can do. And, it, um, and I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be difficult to get to make it a little bit bigger because you need a little bit more funding. It's a bit of a sort of Ouroboros, isn't it? It's never never ending wheel. More money, more shows, less money. You know, it's it, and I suppose not also COVID help. didn't help either. So. But yeah, COVID anyway, definitely not. But like even team wise and like making use of the technology, like for example, to get the atmosphere better together, that we are all doing it at the same time. I would love a live stream. I mean, oh, yes, of course, brilliant. to Perth we are twelve hour, uh, three hours time difference, but still you can be like having the last band in Canberra and you should be still seeing the first band in Perth. And like, for example, the band goes on stage and waves to the camera and you see it in Brisbane and Canberra in Sydney. Oh, I mean, I love the idea of that. I, I get goosebumps. Yeah, when I think I'm, about. Just, I'm feeling all, yeah, what a great idea. Cause you get the screens behind sometimes with the bands and they can have that live directly as well, you know, like, and it would be amazing. Come on, we need, yeah. we need to make this happen, Michael. It has to be made happen. Right? Yeah, or for the people who can't go have it like online. I mean, there's so many technology, but the thing is then, you know, you need a guy, I don't know, $500, $700 a night to film it in every city. Then you need a guy to coordinate it, to put it on the right platform in a time. Yes, and you can digitize it, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I can say I put already like a nice family car in all Metal United down under. Wow. I invest and so at one point i still have to feed my family as well so oh, and that's i can't do any further yeah and that's the thing michael i think but it shows though i mean it really shows that you do um one second i'm just gonna put the light on but my lights off one minute second <laughs> one second ah this is better yeah i was thinking you start singing buckets it was, as soon as <laughs> it was like <laughs> Um, Fuck it, the movie. death. Um, <laughs> but I, um, what I'm saying is, it shows though because it takes commitment. You know, money, particularly as the world gets tighter with all the money problems that's going on, it takes commitment to invest, particularly with your own money, and that is a sign of. It, that's why I think you are as as in, as inspirational as you are because I'm. You know, like a lot of us, we I'm really conservative when it comes to things in my back pocket and things like that. I'm a bit like, hey, you know, it's my mortgage and blah, 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 and you get a bit scared. I always admire people that see beyond that, and you're one of those people. You know? Yeah, that's why I have pants with no pockets, so I'm easy going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to donate, please donate to Michael. No, check it out. No. <laughs> So you that so that so you, you when you first started the metal down under, um, yeah. how many venues were you? Was it every state straight away, or did you have to grow that? Um, good question. In the first year, I think do, 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 do. I think we had six. I'm not sure if we had NT in the first year. I, to be honest, didn't do my homework now for preparation. Not good, but we definitely had. Oh, but what was it in the first year? 90 bands, 91 wow. bands in, oh, good. No, you got me, 11, 12 shows. 
Wow. Because, I mean, MT, that's that a, that'd, be, that'd be a really interesting MT because that's such a, I mean, again, no, the listeners that don't know this country, that is a vast part of empty part of the country. It's huge. So to get some, a band to play, or find a band that's playing there, that's crazy. Yeah, we have two, three really good bands up there living there. So I had last year Metal United down under again in Darwin, but I would love to get one show in Alice Springs, to be honest as well. Be amazing. There's a couple of bands, but no luck yet, but one day. A nice outdoor one with a rock behind it in the distance. Uh, yep. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose... Your, I suppose for you, the dream, I don't know, my dream, if I was running Metal United, I'd, every year I'd be like, which state will I be in this year? <laughs> oh, I'll go to Melbourne. Oh, I'll go to the NT. Oh, I'll go to, you know. I don't know. My dream is actually is quite simple. Also, I have one dream who's a bit bigger. Like, I want 20 cities one year. Brilliant. So, so my dream is really have 20 shows at one year. We've done already 16 at one year. Brilliant. Fantastic. But then it's went a bit down, down. and now it's up and down. How do you go about promoting it? Do you use the Metal Ruse website? Is there a separate place that the listeners can go to to um, find out information about? Is it at, do I go to Metal Down Under? Is there a separate Facebook page? What, what do we do to? Yeah, we created a new website for Metal United Down Under. We have um, social media. We do press releases, so all the Australian media getting a press release about the artwork, the date, the really? lineup, and then depends if they shared or not. And then always like the promoters in each town sharing it in their groups and inviting people. And yeah, we do what we can on a low budget. Brilliant. I will, I will put a link in the show notes um, to Metal Ruse to enter Metal Down United Down Under for the uh, listeners to click on and and, um, and and have a look because that'd be good for them to have a look and see exactly what it is. I think it might give them a little bit of a uh, and those and if you if you're living in Australia, I highly recommend to go to it. And if you're on holiday over here at that time, also go to it. You know because it does promote grassroots music. Uh, and they're big bands. They're also, like I say, Flaming Wreckage. They're not a small band, you know. They won the Triple J. They're, you know, they've got oh, yeah. albums. They're really nice guys. They're brilliant musicians. They had Psychoptic playing one year. Psychoptic, even better. Like, amazing, right? We had um, Lagerstein playing. But for me, it's like I'm happy with every band, so long as they're Australian, to play and be part of it. And, of course, if we have Psychoptic, you know there's straight away more people. But... I'm also totally happy to have a tiny pub show. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like Adelaide. There's a couple of Adelaide acts that, are, like, I, that I love out that way, and they would be great on the on those sort of you know like hidden hidden intent and hidden intent. I think this is another thing, but I don't have the time. I want in a moment on the new website. I want to make a wall of history. Yeah. And I'm already starting downloading all the logos from bands who played the show, and then I want to put all the logos. On a ah, brilliant. So that's another thing. Brilliant. A little bit at least. So you're not only that, but you're archiving as well, which is a really, you know, a great yeah. thing. Um, but I you... need some help there because I have to post some stuff soon when I have time. Because um, I mentioned earlier that my website got hacked and yes. I lost off a lot of contents and things. And that's so bad. I have to, yeah, just actually not long ago, all my websites got hacked again. <laughs> I remember that. I do remember that. You were down for some time, yeah. So, um, can you, you also got a YouTube channel, is that right? Yes, yes. That's right. YouTube. So we can go in there and watch things. There's content on there for, for, the, for the listeners to, to watch. Yeah, with Metal United Down Under, it's not so. Metal Roos only. Yeah, Metal Roos is quite active. Black Roos is active, where we come hopefully soon to. But Metal United and my other event, Metal United Worldwide. I really hope one day I find some passionate metalhead who will be a bit like as a social admin. So the worldwide one, explain that one. So we've obviously got the United Down Under that's straightforward that tells you the story. It's every city in Australia. The worldwide one is exactly the same, but just around the world. Do you have a limitation or do you have a big, big picture? Um, there's no limitation. We just expanded from 
down under to worldwide. Right, so, so just basically pushing out beyond the boundaries of the country, yeah. On a big scale, yeah. We had shows from Mongolia over Syria to Kabul to, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, Venezuela, Paraguay. So, wow, Mongolia, that's a crazy, that is crazy. One of the most, most uninhabited countries in the world, and you, you can't middle act in Mongolia, that's great. They had a quite that, big that, show, was like... Yeah, yeah. Was it the nine Yep. Okay. Ulaanbaatar was in the capital. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fantastic. And and did they reach out to you for that? No, I had to reach out and still have every year to reach out to the people, especially with COVID destroyed the event dramatically. Because mm. the first event was uh, taking place on the 5th of May 2018. Oh. And yes, it took me like... I can't really recoup or remember how long, but I would say nearly a year behind the scene to get it happening. Wow. And I ended up after a lot of close to giving up and don't want anymore to have, um, I think in the first year we had 41 or 42 countries on board with 66 shows and 442 bands. Wow, Michael. Wow. That's stunning. That genuinely astounds me. I knew that it's crazy. Can you imagine, if you think about that, so you say, I mean, 442 pounds, yeah? Yes. And then you extrapolate that to say from 50 people in a crowd to 500 people in a crowd, that's a huge audience all listening to what they love in that same period of time, that same time period. It's crazy. What's all over the world is like the 5th of May. It was exactly on the same date. The only thing is, of course, in America, they've been like, I don't know, in New York, 14 hours behind, yeah. Yeah, 12 yeah. hours, I had to look it up. But you know, roughly, so, you know, our show is over, we fall asleep, or we're still having maybe the last beer, and yeah. then they keep start rocking on. Wow, it's crazy. I, I wouldn't sleep. I'd be like, I'd have two picks in the eyes, trying to keep awake for the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, there was really crazy shows taking part, like mentioned Mongolia, or we had like a show in Uzbekistan with just one band, really in some back room, carpet, drum on there. Oh, I love it. And then we had what I actually missed a little bit, and I was not aware in the beginning that the promoter took such a big show on in Kosovo. Mm. They had an amphitheater and put a big show, they had this moving camera, and I don't know, easily one, two thousand people there. Wow. And massive was really screen in the background. And I watched afterwards a YouTube video and I was like, my chin dropped and I'm like, Yeah. Buddy, why you didn't tell me you had such a huge show? You say like, yeah, I'm putting on a show, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> he was really similar like me, like really downsizing it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, nobody's be part. And then I was like, I feel like an idiot that I missed it a bit. So I was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> but that many bands, my friend. I mean, it's a hard one to do. And of course, across every single genre and subgenre of the music we listen to, there's so much, you know. And also, every language we had really bands playing in Spanish in their native tongue and stuff. But I yeah. think it's quite amazing, too. I love that. I have to say that one of my um, loves when I go and look through the review lists is I'd like to find bands that aren't um, anglicizing. Yeah, themselves and you know like um, Udo um, did his like album is in English and in German and I much prefer the German one to be honest with you because uh, the passion Schneider, yeah yeah because the passion was there in the German because that's his native language he yeah. can emote whereas the English language he's trying to work out the 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 emotion for the word that's not his natural language yeah and and I. I like the, the German one much more. Yeah, so. I have some bands like when I listen to it in, in Spanish and I was like, oh, sounds quite cool. Even if I understand nothing, I say I'm happy to speak finally two languages, but this is all you can get out of me. But yeah, <laughs> I can speak one and one not that well, and that's this one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're doing all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Englishman. Now, um, <laughs> so we've got that, and then we also have um, Black Ruse, don't we? Yes. So you, what is what is Black Ruse? Black Ruse 
started 2017 after I lost my job on a construction site. I went then to TAFE, done music, business diploma or whatever that's called. Mm. And then I wrote a business plan and started up in October 2017 Black Roof Entertainment as a music booking promotion and management agency. And wow. running and, and, since then. And, and going strong? Went quite strong in the beginning, then of course COVID totally down. Mm. And I was like releasing every band from my roster because why having them on a roster if they can't play and I'm like, you know me, I feel better to charge people if I not do anything yeah, for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, that, it's interesting isn't it? because we all know people touched by the naughty C word, right? We all know people that, you know, that where they've lost jobs or, and you know, and we've all thought very strongly about, oh, I have, about the way that the music industry was sort of left behind um, and the entertainment industry in general was left behind by the COVID wake. Um, but it's not until we talk to someone like yourself who literally his life changed because of it, because you had to let go of, 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 of acts. We should, you didn't have to hope to God you can scramble some back once the thing finishes, you know? Yeah, I mean, you have to see, like for me as doing the underground stuff anyway, so I'm not earning much money and then losing all the bands. Then also I prepared everything for Metal United Down Under. I mm. want to make it a big year. I bought a lot of t-shirts yeah. and, and then we not even had the show. So oh. first time in a few years I had the money to invest to t-shirts, to want to rebrand everything, make it bigger and then COVID hit. And I was like, yeah, having now three, 400 t-shirts at home, no shows, no customers. Nobody wants to do really PR. I mean, there was coming some bands in the time who said like, okay, screw it, we release our EP or album anyway. But it went quite downstream. And then with Metal United Worldwide, what we just talked, I had after the 42 in the first year, I had around 40, I think 39 shows in the second year. Mm. And we had roughly 60 countries already licked in, 60 countries for the next version and then COVID and bang. Oh, 60 countries. I I had shows happening in the Maldives, in India, in Nepal. I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. everybody was, it was really on a roll and everybody was on a hype of this underground festival and then bang. And then now after COVID, I had it last year, the first time and you really feel the motivation was down like yeah we're doing a show yeah we part but the flame was really on low, low. yeah but I, even by myself to be honest yeah well i think all of us felt that way i know i had a we all had anas rivalis you know but i think um i think it will come back mike i think generally you know i feel that there is a lift i was back in the uk a couple of weeks ago you went to germany not long ago yourself yeah. and uh, you know you go back there and it's pumping, Mike. It's absolutely pumping. Um, and I mean, I was shocked by the amount of um, activity going on. Uh, and so it, it will just be a case of once those centers, I think, are really comfortable, it will spread back out, you know? Yeah, but you have also to see still the downside. I mean, it looks always like this is very active and buzzing, but there's still so much cancellation, so many tours are oh, still yeah. cancelled. And this is a lot of money and time. I mean, I can tell you, during COVID, I had a few tours already fully set up with artwork and everything. And then you have to reschedule 10 dates. And then imagine like a big agency in Europe who does like four or five of the big bands. I mean, yeah. no wonder that they're all getting busted and nobody wants to put on shows anymore or is afraid to put on shows. Yeah, and I suppose the bigger act as well, like Maiden, Maiden cancelled here. You know for well they're not going to come back the yeah. following year because they've written their roster three years in advance. They know where they are three years' time. So they're going to go, well, too late, can't get you in, that's done, you know. I think yeah. that's probably with the big acts particularly, you know. It's probably happening a lot as well. But do you, what, um, on a nicer note, on a more positive note, let's say be more positive. Okay. Um, what do you, what, out of the three arms that you have, your Metal Ruse, uh, Metal Ruse Down Under and Worldwide and Black Ruse, what's, 
what do you feel the most accomplishment with? I'll put you on the spot now. Hmm. Good question. Mm. I'm quite proud of everything because everything is a bit different and pulling it all off in a similar, not similar time, but next to each other and still keeping, I hopefully, a quality level or a certain level of quality. Yeah, I think. Nice answer, because that's what I expect you to say. <laughs> but one thing, of course, where I'm personally a little bit proud of is, or outstanding, is Metal United Worldwide, to be honest. I, I'm glad you said that as well, because I think that's something that shows uh, passion and ambition, you know? I think that's what will get you, that's what will get you over that finishing line with the 100 countries, because you have passion and commitment. Yeah, and like before we mentioned, I mean, there was like the same with uh, Metal Roots. I, I was listening last night to refresh my memories of all the stuff I done or talk to people <laughs> mm. so there was the same like when I said with the Metal Roots fan club I failed there but I didn't give up and say okay now it's a web scene and actually Metal United on under I forgot to mention earlier I was wanted to put on a show with Metal Roots and I was actually first thinking of putting a, a watch show on mm. and then the idea turned around and developed to Metal United down under so it's, it's wonderful how these um, things become fluid, isn't it? It's all like any creative uh, aspect. And what you do is creative. Um, things are fluid, aren't they? You know, they just move and grow and go in different unsurprising um, and surprising directions. Yeah, and the thing is what's important is not to give up. I mean, like I said, I failed with a fan club. I mean, if I was giving up like I wanted to, but then Anya was kicking my bum and say like, no, 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 you keep going and it's a cool idea and stuff. And the same with Metal United worldwide. I remember I had this idea and I was like, yeah, come on, Metal United Down Under is running so cool already. So worldwide people must love it and just jumping on like bang, 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 easy, but totally not. I um, remember to get the first show happening, I talked to like, I don't know, so many people in Canada because I wanted to start like in Canada and then work my way on a world oh, map. Brilliant Canada, and, Canadian bands. Yeah, but I didn't get anything happening. Then also I have a good friend where I knew he would put on a show where I was thinking he would put on a show in a different country. I hit him up and he said like, no, I don't do it. And I'm like, what? So <laughs> it was like from I running into it with like full power and I run just against a brick wall and I'm like, wow, nobody likes this idea, what's wrong? And then, yeah, Mongolia was actually the first country after Australia, of course, who jumped okay. on it. And yeah, after a few weeks, I had just 11 countries on board. Nobody believed, I got just rejected, like, no, no, ah, uh, nah, oh no, we don't take part, oh, we are busy, oh, we have so much going on. And I'm like, you just change your name or we can join the show, so why not? But no, nobody wanted. And then with 11 shows, I talked to one big um, touring agency in Germany and he said like, Jesus Christ, 11 countries, what an amazing achievement. And I'm like, what? Yeah, see, see, Michael? And I was like, no. And I had actually a meeting with the Wacken founders. They liked the idea. Wow. So I went to Wacken and met Holger Hübner. Wow. And we talked Good. and he like, amazing idea. And yeah we help you and blah, 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 what they actually ended up not doing, sadly. But yeah. a different story by a different beer. <laughs> For a different podcast. No, look, I, I, look, the thing is, what it says to me is that, again, like I said, it's perseverance, you know what I mean? I would be stoked if I had 11 countries. I'd be like, wow, it's 11 countries, man. It's 11 cultures, 11 languages. That's crazy. No, I wanted to stop it and say, like, no, nah, then if nobody likes it, then I give up. It's because you it's because you have high hopes, Michael. You've got a big picture plan, you know, and you want to be that bigger. You've got that picture. Yeah. You've written it and you've got it and you want to get it. And that's that's admirable. That's admirable. But it's also admirable that you held in, that you carried on. 
Because I know you would have gone. Support. I can't let. I know you because you would have gone. I can't let those eleven band. Those eleven bands down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna go. I've got eleven now. Doesn't matter. I can't let them down. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just think you're, you know, brilliant. So where have you? I mean, we're about to sort of wrap the show up in a minute, but where do you feel you'll go from here? Have you got any anything, any sort of things in the pipeline that you're really excited about? You don't have to tell us, obviously, because you're still working on them. But have you got anything you're planning on? Yeah. Yeah. One thing, of course, still growing all the projects I'm doing, keeping the band happy on the Black Rose Entertainment roster. Mm. Like, hopefully, I always hope that they're doing a good job and they are happy to be part of the journey we're giving them, or I say Black Rose family, or I like to call it sometimes the Rose crew. We are the Rose crew, you know, from Motorhead, we are the road crew. (laughs) Good one, I like it. (laughs) So... Yeah, I think we have it on the website, actually. I think I put under, over the team Rose Crew. <laughs> nice. I like it. And yeah, I always wanted to actually draw Lemmy Killmaster as a big red kangaroo as well for that our team. No, that would be <laughs> bloody amazing. I can imagine him rippling through his leather jacket. <laughs> if, I, if I have some money for the artwork, I will do it one day. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. We should, we should do it. Go fund me. We'll get it fixed. Yeah. And then, yeah, hopefully getting Metal United down under and worldwide, back up running and growing. And otherwise, I'm working on some little bits and pieces to develop um, metal rules. And I have one another ambitious, actually two ambitious ideas. I'm working already years behind the scene, but on a very, yeah, not putting much effort in the moment. Yeah, down low kind of thing, yeah, yeah. But if I get the right team together, both projects, uh, again, biggish, biggerish. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I look forward to. I think we all will look forward to the seeing them, uh, the way that the the Metal Roos family grows, um, where the Metal Roos down under and worldwide um, gets bigger and bigger. I think we're all all of us are really behind you. I know that I am, and I know that all the people that we that, that volunteer and help with you and help with us are all a hundred percent behind it. So. Um, I think that will... Thank you. Yeah, I, I generally think that that will also give it a little bit more a little bit more difference because it's not just someone telling them doing something for a job, walking away. And, you know, the people that do it love doing it. I know what I do. No, I think with all the pages or every project I run, I try not to annoy people, but I'm always... I think I'm quite open and everybody can join. And if you want to be more involved i'm always happy like catch up have a phone chat if you want just to write reviews and be left alone i accept this so but i'm always think of a little bit of a community family wipe what i want to achieve that is not like just a web scene we pumping out content and we having 10 writers writing stuff no i want that to be a buddies and for example i would love that for example you catch up with or whoever another writer in a different city one day and say like, hey, I'm writing so long, now finally we met on a concert and yeah. Yeah, I do. That's that's again, that's a a thing that I think also when you look at it, and I will encourage everyone, I have in the past already said go to your page and read, but um, I encourage people to go and read the reviews that are there because um, they're, and I'm going to say this without sounding... um, I don't know, sound gushing or stupid, but I would say that 99% of them, and I mean it genuinely, are beautifully written. And I, because I read them all that come through. And and honestly, there were times where I go, gosh, you did not, I did literally not think of that record or that song or that album in that way before. And it opened my eyes more because it's, a lot of it's so, we've got such a good writing team. I mean that, Mike, I think our writing team is, is, fantastic and some of the stuff that comes through there it you would expect that on like Kerrang or Metal Hammer or you know it's really good quality stuff and I recommend everyone to go and if you before you go and listen to a certain album if it's been reviewed on that site I'd give you tell you that that's the way to do it I really do 
sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it. Generally, it's, it's it's just something that's really opened for me. I don't want to make, just bring back to me for a second, but it's really it changed my life, Michael. I it, genuine. I had um a bad, a life-changing accident, and I had to change the way my life was working, and I'd gone from being, you know, a, a gifted athlete to not being able to be, be athletic ever again, really, and sort of, I then pursued my passion in music, which I've always had since, both of you like, since we were boys, yep. and when that opportunity came about, I thought, I'm going to take it, and it, it just... And that's why I say everyone, everyone can do it. You, me, everyone out there can give it a go. It does, it's just something that I'm so thankful for. And I have to say even, for example, I'm not a writer at all. So I tried once in my life an album review and I totally struggled and it's not my world. I appreciate everybody who can do it and I love to reading it, but I, to be honest, can't. But I think it's good that we have different qualities. I love like then, putting up gigs or other things behind the scene, like, you know, the research and stuff. Mm. But like joining the team, there's so many stuff available or positions. I mean, if you want to be part of Metal Roots, you can, like, if you love Spotify, you can just run our Spotify playlist. I mean, we have this three awesome playlists like um, Metal Titans, um, Heavy Down Under, and Rising of the Gods. So brilliant. So if everyone does want to reach out, um, because the writers that write for us are is voluntary, but you do get the opportunity to open and expand your mind in such a way musically. Um, you get to listen to stuff that pre-release, so you get to really enjoy it and then um, express your passion for it. Um, what's the best way to do it? Is it the best way just to contact you at the page? Yes, yeah, send an email or something or hit me up on Facebook. I'm very open and flexible. Just right. don't... Don't knock on my door at night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Unless so, you bring beer, then maybe we can talk yeah, about that's it. Right. Maybe <laughs> nice, nice Belgian beers. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so I think, so out there, if you're listening out there, and this is all around the world, this doesn't be just Australia, all around the world, we have writers in the UK and all over the place. Please do uh, reach out uh, if you feel like you'd like to join the team. Um, as I said at the beginning of the show, I can't keep up with the amount of reviews that can come through. The amount of bands and genres and releases there's so much can even with news or something if you want to be a news writer or articles i mean there's so many options there's not just need album reviews i mean and uh, live reviews live reviews but live reviews we keep in a moment just australia otherwise it's getting uh, of course much. no yeah i get you sorry yeah um, but we... otherwise we need people like i would dream of for example having every state one guy who's looking after the local gig guide so we had like a quite comprehensive um, gig guide Brilliant. with all the local shows, but I tried it myself and I can't keep up. So, well, no, yeah, exactly, you could delegate these things. So, so. so if you're not a writer, but you want to be part of a team and you want to help to grow the scene, I think this is a nice part as well. Yeah, yeah, so reach out. I mean, just reach out, even if you're not sure what you, what you can do, uh, Michael will always offer you something, a role that might suit you. So. It's just re email, as I said, the link will be below for the, um, the Facebook page and the website. So just reach out to Michael um, and see what he, like I did. I just reached out and he said, yeah, come and do this. And, and you know, the, the sky's the limit really, isn't it? Yeah, and even if you have a new idea, I'm always open. And if it's not work or if it's too complicated, say, well, let's think about it and maybe we implement it or whatever that's called later. Implement. Thanks. <laughs> you see, no English here. <laughs> oh, I love your I love your accent. It's all good. It's all good. Um, okay, so we're coming to the end now, guys. Thank you. Thank you for for the chat, Michael. It's been a real uh, a pleasure. Um, cheers. No, thanks for having me. Uh, me. It was. Uh, it's been been a long time coming. Um, uh, I sort of just been getting used to doing interviews now because through Skype because I'm getting used to the technologies. You see. So it's yeah, I'm, nice. I'm over it. I'm like have a beer, and doesn't matter if I sound like an idiot. I mean, you I'm don't. I think not many people are keen to hear what I have to say, but anyway. <laughs> I think they are, Mike, and they, they genuinely will be. I'm looking forward to um, if you, the responses you're going to get. So anyway, that's me for this week. Um, 
Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cheers. Bye, mate. That was Michael Luders from Metal Ruse, Black Ruse, Metal, Metal United, Metal United Under, Down Under, and Metal United Worldwide. Um, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you had a good time with him. I love chatting to Mike, always have done. Um, the internet, obviously, is the internet, so um, sound isn't always the best uh, when you're doing these things through Skype, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, there were so many things I would like to have asked him, um, so many things that we discussed afterwards once we press record, which is always the way. We go, oh, bugger, we should have mentioned that. Anyway, that might do a part two, maybe, later in the year. I think he's heading off, he said, to Hellfest. So when he gets back from Hellfest, we might chat to him about that and what happened over there, which would be really interesting. So I'm bloody jealous, uh, to be honest with you, as always. I mean, one of my dreams is to visit, is to go to Varken and Hellfest both of them in the same year on download in the UK what you know ah oh, the dream anyway living the dream again that's uh, that's me for this week I uh, hope you enjoyed that um, wonderful interview candid that it was ups and downs me inter- interrupting as I do I am not a professional interviewer you know that do my best anyway talk to you soon guys bye for now What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.